0: Billy's a thief, his tiny size, does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather out, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start.
1: Welcome to Spout Lore, a Dungeon World podcast where we are playing... Uh, the Dungeon World RPG by Adam Koble and Sage Latora. It is a hack of a game called Apocalypse World by D. Vincent Baker. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara.
2: We're here with the players. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very excited. Paul, tell me about your character. Uh, my character is Ving, Zumba. Uh, I'm a druid, human, neutral, good, mm-hmm. change sh- shifter, <laughs> shapeshift. Cha- yeah, shape shift. Yeah. I'm hailing from those frozen plains. Let me hear you. (laughs) Uh, Do we
1: have anybody from the
2: frozen plains here? This guy knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, I got a staff, a bunch of flaps, poultices. Uh, Ving's got wild, crazy kind of grayish hair, lots of pelts, different hides, Mm -hmm. almost like a skirt of hides, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then hides around his forearms, Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, also he has gills. He has gills? Yeah. Why does he have gills? Well, that's what defines him. Oh, right. When he changes, druids, yeah, they has to druids have always have a tell
1: that sticks with them as they change shape. Mm-hmm. So, like an arctic chair, yeah, like an arctic chair, like an arctic chair. <laughs> so Ving has gills like an arctic chair, and if you were to turn into a polar bear, that
2: polar bear would also have gills like an arctic chair. He puts his crazy wild hair over his gills though, so nobody sees them, oh, like okay. Kevin Costner would. <laughs> if you ever made a movie about that all right yeah i like it I, don't, I, I assume that it will know more
1: about them when as we go yep that is one of yeah that is one of the the tenets of dungeon world is a play to find out what happens just like real life just like real life and next abdul aziz hey hey abdul tell me about your character
3: uh i play uh a tacoma dome uh, he's a barbarian uh, who has a lot of emotional problems. <laughs> he was abandoned as a baby, and he blames himself for that. Uh, but he was raised by a used cart dealer in the city of McCall. Uh, his name is Bruce Spruce. And he uh, he instilled good values in me until he died when I was four, And then I left, uh, me as Tacoma, Tacoma left town because he was chased out of town. And then he lived as a man of the world, a child of the world for years, Uh, like as a sword for hire for a while. And then he was part of a band for a little while. Like a band, like
1: a music band?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What does, what does he play an instrument?
3: He was, he played the bass. uh, (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. And... He got really into opium for a couple of years, and then uh, he found barbarism again. <laughs> he rediscovered it, uh, and uh, he's kind of been like kind of rediscovering himself through the violence that he inflicts on people that he thinks deserve it. Describe Tacoma. What does Tacoma look like? I uh, I'm tan of skin and large of thigh, uh, I'm bald of head by choice, I'm wearing a leather loin guard, uh, I have a ax strapped across my back, I'm very large. Yeah, a, like you know, large
1: for a person, like too large.
3: Yes, and maybe I'm like seven feet tall. Whoa, wowzers, Whoa, that's yes. a big boy. Yes. I'm a muscular seven foot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm in a bulk phase right now. <laughs> uh, I do a lot of uh, plyometric
2: exercises. Is that a thing? Is that a fantasy thing? Um, yes and no. Hmm. Is that why you stopped wearing pants? Because they always wore out in the crotch. <laughs> they
3: wore out in the middle where it would it would rub. Hmm. Um, so, and it was constricting for barbarism. I, I did didn't, some... I didn't get a good range of motion. You could probably light a match off your inner thigh. It could, <laughs> if you put a match there, I could probably light it. What is a festival that Tuck remembers from McCall that he misses? Oh, uh, there was the fireworks festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone would buy fireworks and go into balconies and then fire them into other balconies. <laughs>
1: uh, what was the purpose of this festival? Was it, it to like settle scores with other families?
3: It officially it was to celebrate the birth of the prophet of fire. So that officially is it, and then unofficially, yes, it is to settle scores with your neighbors. <laughs> Most of the uh, structures in Macall are made of straw or wood. Oh, shit. Mm. So once every four months, the whole city burns to the ground. <laughs> mm. uh, and uh, that was always a very uh, heartwarming time. Quite literally. Yes. Uh, many die. <laughs> it's a beautiful festival. Mm-hmm. That's
1: nice the prophet of fire i want to we're going to explore more of that later that's does is is tuck religious at all
3: i acknowledge the possibility of the existence of the prophet of fire and the the god of the flame but i also god of the flame
1: you're really laying it on god of the flame
3: i also have seen no conclusive evidence for it if he is truly a vengeful and hateful god i don't believe the god of the flame would care if you believed in him or not <laughs> mm-hmm. so that the most logical position is to just be an agnostic.
1: Mm-hmm. Ving, mm-hmm. you travel with, an ag- with a guy that spirits might exist, but Ving knows they exist. Yeah. Right? Is, that, is that
2: the, That's the well, source Well, I of... think most elves know of the spirit world, right? Well, yeah. I believe in ghosts. I've fought <laughs> ghosts. Fought ghosts.
3: Yes. Same thing,
2: right? The spirit world is what lets me travel between bodies. So that's what like, you travel into the spirit world so and then only, you come I'm back only, in a different body. I'm traveling within the spirit world, but yeah.
1: Okay. And that's what allows thing to like change forms, shape. Yeah. That's pretty dope. <clears throat> how how old is Tacoma? Because this is a lot of. Uh...
3: Like mid 20s now. <laughs> He's had a long life. He's well, like he did, he lost the only father he had ever known in that freak cart accident. Mm. Yeah. There was a stack of carts that fell over. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Jessica. Tell me about your character.
4: Uh, My character is Fat Billy, and he is very... He's very fat. (laughs) (laughs) Fat Billy is a halfling kid. Mm -hmm. He's very small, very round. Uh, I think he's about seven to nine.
1: Seven to
4: nine. Maybe nine to ten. Is that...
1: Can we go seven to ten? It's true. I guess nobody would really tell him how old he is. No
4: one knows. Billy doesn't know.
1: So how big as that for a halfling
4: it's small like like two feet you know because mm-hmm. he's a big boy well he's That's
2: the same true. size lying down
4: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> he's very dirty mm-hmm. he has small feet and hands a very rosy face
3: does he have a bulbous nose
4: no it's very small oh.
3: yeah so he's just small and like chubby he's and has small. like tiny hands he's just little the thing about halflings is it's hard to tell their age tuck is, is there right some, is yeah. this something
1: tuck's had experience with
3: yeah, well it's hard to tell, you know? You meet a halfling and you're like, Hey, uh, do you wanna come on a quest? And then the halfling goes, Yes, and then turns out you have a child with you.
2: <laughs> we thought he was in his forties.
1: Is that how is that how Tuck and Fat Billy met up as you assumed that he was older? Why
3: well, that's more how our fellowship formed. <laughs> All was, three of you. We have a child with us mm-hmm. and we thought we ha- are happy with him now. When we recruited him originally, we, we thought, thought
2: that he'd be helping us.
4: I did nothing to to sway this, No, no,
2: yeah, to, we're, to convince yes. we're you of my
4: age. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It was assumptions. Yes. Yes.
2: Like, like now look at us.
3: Yeah, it's just hard to tell half What class is Fat Billy?
4: He's a thief. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what sort of stuff does the thief do?
4: <laughs> like what does Fat Billy do or what?
1: Yeah, what's his, what's his life like?
4: His life is lonely. He's, it's lonely. He's on the, he's on the road a lot.
1: On the road with his friends. No, no, uh,
4: not well. Not for not until now. Until now, not Oh, until but before now. this. He before was alone. this, yeah. yeah.
1: So we are friends. I hope so. <laughs> Where halflings come from? Water is scarce.
4: It was a lot of farming, but I think it was mostly scarce because no one would would let Billy. Would let Fat Billy have water.
1: Oh, like Billy, it was scarce to Billy. Yes. Oh, okay. What's what's the halfling country like? Is it pretty farmy?
4: A little bit, some mm-hmm. parts, but they're like little farms. Okay. Everyone has their own farm. Oh. But they share, families will share, but I didn't have a family, so no um, one shared with Fat Billy.
1: <laughs> so he left?
4: No, he was kicked out.
1: Oh, right, because he burned down grain silos. He
4: might He might have built...
1: Maybe. Allegedly, allegedly, he might have
4: burned down
3: something. <laughs> Accidentally, deliberately, who knows? Was it an accident?
4: Always, yes.
3: For real, though, this is me. You're talking to Tacoma. Yes, it was. <laughs> huh? Still some denial, I see. No, <laughs> Billy. If Fat I like, Billy's
4: ashamed.
3: If I light this match on my thighs and I hand it to you, what will you do with it?
4: I might drop it. I don't really know how to handle Ooh. flames. Okay. I'm so, but I'll do my best.
3: Don't do it, Tuck. I won't. I'm not going to give it to him.
4: <laughs> I'm a small child. Why would you give me an open flame?
3: Yes, I, I'm just, I wanted to see how he would react.
1: Great, so we will get started. Uh, the three of you have been on the road for a couple days, and you are traveling to the village of Mudlark. Sorry, uh, Blugblark? Blood Bloodblark. Yeah, it's a lot of whys. No, it's just mudlark, mudlark, it's a small town, and I want you guys to tell me what the environment around mudlark is like.
3: Oh, it's a real piece of shit, boggish yeah it's uh pretty boggy it is a muddy mm-hmm. it's mud
4: I can't tell if it's steam right. or if it's fog I can't, <laughs> like, I can't but I can't see through it it's a red
3: oh. it's a mud fog, it's a red
2: mud fog area. the mud is the mud is red, yeah, but okay. there's birds
3: yes mudbirds
2: mm-hmm. it is definitely a, st- a bit of a stinking mire stinking mire <laughs> yes the old stinking mire uh, uh great
3: it reminds me of a woman i knew her name was uh, janine uh and she uh she she shoplifted a lot cuz there was an emptiness inside of her and she needed the thrill of theft to fill that <laughs> emptiness. I so, know. yeah.
4: I know what that's like.
3: That's what this place feels like.
2: It's like you're hanging out with Janine.
3: Like you're looking in Janine's empty eyes. Hmm. Her blue, muddy eyes. Great. <laughs> so, as you were saying that. <laughs>
1: For 45 unbroken minutes, (laughs) you hear uh, next to you just a painful just, uh, because you guys are escorting somebody to the village of Mudlark for a festival. Uh, Who are you escorting?
3: Uh, I'm Paul.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ving, who are you escorting? Um, the, uh, The food cart guy. It's a food cart guy. Yeah, he's in charge of all the meals.
4: Oh heck yes!
2: Okay, yeah. yeah. So what kind of is so is it
1: is it a cart with food in it or like or is it a cart that no is with just ingredients going... in it. it's not food ingredients? Bread. Okay, yeah. what kind of food is this guy going to be making?
2: All sorts of fantasy food, um, sch- schloss, schloss <laughs> steaks, Floss steaks I uh, curse, I smoked schlaken, and ribs, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> mustard. Many mustards. All right. So it's just like... He, just well, I don't know why he's in such a panic, but uh, he is. This guy's mm-hmm.
1: really worked up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. food. This guy. So do we have a name for this guy? Dan. Dan. Colonel Dan. Colonel Dan. Is his first name Colonel or was he a Colonel? I think that they just call him the Colonel. Oh, they call him yeah. the Colonel.
4: Colonel is his title.
1: Yeah. Okay. Colonel Dan... No last name. Fossey. Fossey. Dan Fossey. Is Dan Fossey a guy that we know? I don't know. It sounds like it, doesn't it? it? Sounds good. Is that the guy that made all those uh,
3: musicals? No, he hung out with gorillas in the mist.
1: That's the one. Oh, Diane Fossey. There you go. That's who we're thinking about. Uh, great. So you're taking Colonel Dan Fossey to the village of Mudlark with his cart full of food.
3: Uh, it's meat that mm-hmm. has been. Kebobbed. Yes. Kebabbed, then pulled and kebab <laughs> so It's just a lot. Is that what a schloss is?
1: And this is what you guys, you guys have been learning all about this over the last couple days. Is as Colonel Dan's been yeah, it's like. A he, Bubba, Bubba yeah, it's a real Bubba gum kind of, sort of thing. thing. Where he's just like schloss parfait, schloss salad, schloss sandwiches, yes. schloss salad. Grilled schloss, boiled <laughs> schloss. <laughs> it's just for two full days. Uh, and I the last, the one of uh, the other things that I want you guys to tell me is what is the festival in Mudlark? Why is everybody going to Mudlark, Jessica, Fat Billy? It's
4: a hot dog festival.
1: <laughs> it's a hot dog festival.
4: Yes, that's what all the mustards are for.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, is he, so is he? Is he taking the schloss stuff as like? Is there a type of hot dog that's made yeah, out of this meat?
4: that's what a hot dog is called in this okay. town. Um, the pulled meat gets reformed into a hot dog formation. Is served on a bun with many condiments, mm-hmm. and people love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> people just love. There hot is schloss. so
4: good that's yeah. why they come to this yeah. nasty hellhole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Yes. Yes. I'm excited.
2: It's kind <laughs> of like Burning Man. So describe mm-hmm. to
1: me how it is. It's kind of like Burning <laughs> yeah. Man.
2: Yeah. Yes. But with like hot dogs. Yeah. And uh, Stinking mire. Yeah. You know, people come uh, a long ways away and they don't know why they're there and they, everyone's got flaps on. Yeah. Oh, well, because
4: all the steam and or fog and or mist, you have yeah. to like aerate the areas.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, it gets like swampy. Yeah. 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 It's
2: like a, te- a test to see who who would go the distance. That acts as a filter, so you only get like-minded people mm-hmm. at this hot dog oh, festival. Oh,
1: I see. So people will stop before they get to Mudlark because it's so gross.
2: Yeah, so there's going to be a lot more annoying people at this festival, if <laughs> Colonel Dan's anything.
3: Festival has its own economy that is based on l- l- free love. And hot dog meat. Yeah. Tubular <laughs> dudes. Yes. There's a. uh, I hear sometimes that there's a pirate ship.
2: I've heard the pirate ship. Yes.
3: So there's a. Wait, is there a pirate ship just in the mud, or is it? Does a a river go
1: through Mudlark? A river runs through it. Yes.
4: (laughs) I thought. I thought Mudlark was the river, and the river dried up, and now Mudlark.
1: Oh, it's
4: like lies within the dried up
1: river. Yeah. Gotcha, so mm-hmm. it's like it was once a river and now it's just a big mud
4: you follow field. the mud. A delta land. Yeah, gotcha. like in the Wizard of Oz except the golden road is mud and poo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I heard I heard that people live in boats that are stuck in the mud. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yes. Boats stuck in the mud. All
1: right, yep. so you guys are escorting Colonel Dan uh, to Mudlark for the Hot Dog Festival. He's probably like in his- 110. Like, he's 110 years old. Whoa. Because he is... He's an elf. He's an elf? Yes. So 110 is like a smooth like 30, 30, 40?
3: Yeah, like, yeah, he it's younger. He, not a lot of elderly elves will own a food cart. <laughs>
1: That's true. It's more of like a late, early in life sort of thing. Before enlightenment. Now, is Ving not part elf? Ving is part elf. Okay. So how, how are Ving and Dan getting
2: along? Well, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> By that connection
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Also, Ving really likes to cook oh. he's, a, right, he's a good poultice He can make things from the land So this guy going on about hot dogs It's just a little too close to home And he's an elf So he doesn't want to be identified with this guy But okay, he feels a kinship nonetheless Like a family thing You know, like a cousin who comes up to you at a bar And rubs your back before you know who's there
4: Fat Billy doesn't know what this is like to have family.
2: Yes, okay. neither does Tacoma. Well, it's annoying.
3: <laughs> oh, would that I knew the frustration of the touch of family,
4: of the familiar blood. Yes, of the comforting caress.
3: Yes. Well, I
2: think you're lucky.
3: Uh, the touch, the touch of skin that covers blood that is like mine, I have never known. That's fair.
2: I've never seen anyone like you, Tuck. I've I have I'm a brown person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from the frozen north elf man.
1: <laughs> That's true. This is so what is what is uh what are Tuck and Fat Billy doing in the cart while they're I've eaten a lot. I have
4: also eaten a lot and I don't want them to know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you've, you've just been stolen like, a lot. You've just Maybe. in the back like gorging like a raccoon?
4: Yes. Uh yes.
1: But how's Fat Billy feeling about this?
4: Well, pretty good. Because he... <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't know. He's just like, why not?
1: So Tacoma is
3: in the back with Fat Billy, I guess, eating. What is describe Tacoma. What does Tacoma look like? Uh I'm lying on the ground in the back of the cart with a pile of jerky on my tummy and I what I'm 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 flicking it up into the air and catching it in my mouth and I'm going, Woohoo <laughs> <laughs> And is and Billy's Billy's back there with
1: Tacoma eating the jerky. Yeah, Great. it's
4: like I'm eating the ones that he's missing, <laughs> so I just run around him and I collect the rest. Well, mm. Fat Billy doesn't believe in waste, so
3: yes, mm-hmm. that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yes, the halflings are very uh, they they believe in balance mm-hmm. and vulturism. Yes, <laughs> scavengers <laughs> yeah. traditionally.
1: So Vang, you're up front with uh, with Dan while these two are in the back, and you're kind of having conversations through the hole in the cart in this covered wagon. And uh, it's very foggy to either side. You're on a muddy road going into the boggy region surrounding Mudlark. And there's thick, white, smelly, kind of like gaseous fog. You can't really see that far in front of you. And uh, so the horse is kind of struggling along in the mud, yanking the cart along. And out of the fog on the road, uh, there's just a big fallen tree oh. right across the road. And Dan kind of pulls the horse and is like, whoa. Oh man, we're not getting any further with this tree in the road. You guys want to take care of this or something? My knees are tired. I don't want to get
2: up. There's no way around the.
1: It's just swamp on either side, like just right into right into swamp.
3: Well, I'll I'll just hop right out. I'll take a, take a crack at what's happening.
2: Yeah.
1: All right,
3: Billy, do you want to come? I'll I'm let doing... you ride on my shoulders. Okay,
4: I'll do that then.
1: <laughs> so Tuck and Billy jump out of the cart. Billy riding on Tuck's shoulders like the kid from the Iron Giant (laughs) and uh, right into this into the slimy mud and the fog. And you walk around to the front of the cart and there's just like a big, huge, like probably four feet across just a big tree trunk right across the road. Can can his axe take care of it? Can you give her a chop? I mean, that would probably take a long time to cut through. What if we leave the cart? Um, Dan says, no way, this got all my schloss meat in it, I'm not leaving this true. cart
2: behind
3: Also, there's I no think. way we'd make it through the rest of this fog without shelter
2: We can't move, it's too heavy to move
3: You, you haven't tried moving it yet
2: Oh, let's try and move it
3: uh, I was gonna just throw the horse over the tree <laughs> Oh
2: yeah
1: <laughs> <Your kids laughs> Instead of moving the tree, you are gonna pick a horse up?
3: Yes But bet the tree
2: weighs more than a horse
3: I guess so. Yeah, I mean, seems like the easier can, thing to do. Can
4: I assess the situation?
3: How would can Billy I, be assessing the situation? Like
4: maybe he can.
3: Let's grab up that tree. See what's going on. Yeah. yeah what's on the he... other
4: side? Yeah. What's on the other side? Sounds Is great, there that... a way through here that I can't see?
1: Yeah. That. All right. That sounds like a discern reality. All right. So you're gonna roll two d six plus wisdom.
4: Okay. Twelve.
1: Twelve. Damn. Yes. Unmitigated yes. success. That's incredible. Uh, So on a 12, you get three questions from this list and you take plus one forward when you're acting on the answers that you get from these questions. So the questions you can choose from are what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Or who's really in control here? And what here is not what it appears to be?
4: Can I do what happened here recently?
1: What happened here recently is... This tree, you can see sort of, like, by the way the roots, like, came out of the mud, like, on the far end. This didn't fall naturally. This was pushed into the road.
4: Okay. So Fat Billy scratches his little chin, and he's like, what should I be on the lookout for then? (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. Uh, You think that you should probably be on the lookout for whatever pushed this over oh, whatever on. or whoever no seriously like i know it's not it's not going to so give fake. you all the answers <laughs> that you want <laughs> but oh, but a lot of the times this isn't gonna give you the answers that you need but so something pushed this over so you think that if they're not here now that Welcome they back. might be here soon
4: okay what else what else is fat billy wondering
1: uh so there's yeah the other ones you haven't asked are what is about to happen what here is useful or valuable to me who's really in control here What here is not what it appears to be.
4: Okay. Uh, Fat Billy wants to know what here is valuable or useful.
1: Hmm. Okay, so Fat Billy's kind of scrabbling around on top of the log, looking around, going like, oh, somebody, something pushed this over. And in the mud, um, near the base of the tree, off the side of the road, you can see something shiny sticking out of Mm. of the mud just a little bit. Get it, Billy.
4: Okay. I'm going to try to get it out. Okay. Wait, but what is it?
1: At first, Billy's like, oh, yeah, shiny stuff. I'm into this. Billy digs it out of the mud, and it's a spear blade, like, hammered out. So it's not, like, professionally forged, or if it was, it's been used a lot because it's been, like, repaired really haphazardly. Kind of just, like, smashed with something hard, like a hammer or a rock, and it snapped off. Just below the blade, so there's a sheared like, spear. Sheared spear. Spear was sheared.
4: So it's pretty small then, if it's a spearhead.
1: Yeah, it's about like eight or nine inches long. Yeah, and it's just like a like a kind of roughly adhered to
2: uh, a broken piece of shaft. Can I see that? Can I look at it? Yes. All right. I so want to. I want to look at. it. I want to <laughs> see if I can recognize the make or the the material or anything. If okay. I know anything about it. Yeah. With so all my wisdom.
1: That'll be a spout lore. Uh, which you will roll two d six plus intelligence. Okay. Six. Uh oh, a six. Six. Oh, that's a that's a failure. So you yeah. mark an experience point because you in dungeon world you always get an experience point when you fail. That's like one of the main ways to get experience is to fail
3: something. Okay. Uh, Wait, let me see the spear. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, maybe that no, yeah.
1: <laughs> like nope. maybe that's the failure is that instead of you getting a good look at it, Ted yeah. goes, "Oh, look at it." <laughs> but I feel like the failure should probably be on Fame <laughs> instead of.
2: Oh, we can't just pass it around.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, so you're like trying to like looking at the spear, and you're like, "Where? What do I know about this?" And you realize I don't know a lot about this spears. Uh, but it looks like it was made uh like this is probably just something that somebody lost on the way there's no
2: chunks of wood on it i guess i failed you did fail so what
1: you what what ving believes is that oh this is not important probably somebody just found this like it was just somebody's spear that broke and they lost it in the mud and it's just made this is gonna help us with this This tree situation this is nothing at all all right yeah nothing to worry about here
2: You, you can have this back billy
3: Wait, I do want to (laughs) examine that.
1: It's not really how the game... Like, if somebody fails a roll, it's not just like... I can't look at it after someone else looks at it? What you can do is you can aid or interfere. Because Ving owns the fucking spear now?
2: (laughs) Well, it's not important. (laughs) Okay. It
1: doesn't matter. Fine. If you want to help somebody, you can roll plus your bond with them to aid or interfere. And if you succeed, they get a plus one. And if you get a seven to nine... Uh, you expose yourself to danger retribution or cost and if you fail then a hard move happens so but if he you already fail yes but you can help somebody after a failure
3: oh uh, but it only adds a plus 1
1: which would make it a 7 which is a partial success and not a failure
3: oh, okay yeah. yes i'll do that all right let me help you examine that spear <laughs> get that <laughs> spear out big boy let me take a look <laughs> I, bu- I, br- I get a I come up behind him. My head is above his head cuz I'm so tall. <laughs> and I put my arms on his arms while he's examining the spear. And I say, "Let's look at it together." Now, do you remember what your bond with how many bonds you have with Ving? Two, 2. 2. I think I had the max. I think he
4: yeah, he had 2 he with me and way. he had 2 with Ving. Okay, great. Yeah. So yeah,
1: so you'll be rolling 2d6 plus 2. Okay. To help Ving. All right, let's
2: okay. look at this i don't think it's anything i don't see anything Just, important here. I mean, well I'm, let's
3: take a second look i rolled a seven plus two is nine yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah so yeah great that's uh so you succeed well it's a partial success so it's a plus one which makes your roll a seven instead of a six so it's not a failure so erase that experience point my dude
2: huh thanks Five.
1: Uh, I will, (laughs) on a seven to nine, I will tell you something interesting. It's only, it's on you to make it useful. Okay. So what you do see is that this was in fact of like human make, like it is, it was made by humanoid hands, Mm -hmm. dwarf, elf, human, whatever. Somebody made this in a town, in a village, probably not far from here, but this blade was not originally attached to this and it's been hammered by rough, unskilled hands to like keep it in shape and to sharpen it and stuff like that. So it's, it's not, be, it wasn't being used in the way that it was made to be used. Still a spear, but not maintained by a skilled or
3: intelligent person.
2: Somebody chopped down the tree with the spear, maybe?
4: No, I don't think so. Hmm.
2: What does Billy think?
4: Billy thinks we should get out of here.
3: Yeah, I can just throw oh. the horse over the tree. Leave if the w- cart. Was always my. I'll throw the cart over the tree too.
1: I mean, you could try and move the tree.
3: Like it's. Does anyone have a large, a long a lever arm? I have a staff. Okay. Is it unbreakable?
2: Sure, it is. So okay. Can I just so claim that? Because <laughs> I just did my unbreakable staff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> your unbreakable staff. It's made of wood. It's never. It hasn't broken yet. Yeah. As far as you know, it is unbreakable. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there, so there. Are, yeah. Like, how would you guys go about? Do you want to try and move the tree?
3: Well, yeah, I'm thinking about how I would do. Well, yeah. what if. Uh, I mean, things that shapeshift. Can we
2: not hook the horse up to it, maybe, and uh, lug it out of there?
3: Oh yeah! If we, is there another tree nearby? There are trees everywhere. This is simple pulley system. Swampy forest. Yeah, if we like throw, we throw up a pulley, Mm -hmm. and then we attach the horse to it. Why Mm -hmm. don't we
4: wrap the rope we have in our packs, Uh and then we toss that rope over a tree, and Uh then we use that to like pull on pull up the tree
2: up Yeah, mm, with the horse yes yeah sure yeah great. or
4: with the tuck
3: oh yes i could also do that am i if i fought the horse would i win <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say it's a tough horse uh, can i work together with the horse
1: sure yeah that sounds good you can also help each other yeah so somebody's gonna so somebody mark off a point of their adventuring pack their adventure gear. i will use mine great yeah so just mark one of those off to get a rope and yeah, I guess this will be like a defy danger to make up pulley system. Yeah, well, and I mean defy danger is is in a way it's a pretty catch all sort of move. okay. So you're going to be rolling a defy danger strength most likely. Yes. Uh, and is anybody gonna does anybody
2: want to aid? I'd like to aid, but I have I'm um, um, pretty.
4: I can. You d- You'll I can just roll tie... plus your bond.
1: All you guys will all, yeah.
4: I can yeah. tie the knots because I am very dexterous. Great,
2: there so you go. Okay. So you guys, I'm will... light footed, so I can go out into the bog and put, attach it to the trees and stuff. Perfect. Two d six plus however many bonds you have.
4: Um, oh, nice. thirteen. Dang.
1: All right. Yes. So you're gonna get a plus one to this. You'll get a plus one to your defy danger strength. Okay. Nice. So Billy's just like tying sick ass knots and stuff. Oh yeah did you roll your defy? I haven't. Rolled. Okay, yeah, so yeah, roll your your defy danger strength is it to 2d6 2d6 plus your strength. 4 plus 2 is 6, plus an extra 2 is 8. Yeah, great. All right, so that's a 7 and 9. So you'll be able to mostly move the log. You'll be able to move it enough that the horse can get through, but you won't be able to get the whole cart through. What proportion of the cart do we get through? You, it's like half. It's like you only be like the horse can get th- get past without getting stuck in the mud, mm-hmm. but Dan would probably have to leave some of his supplies behind if he wants to get the cart through at all.
0: Oh.
2: Okay. Well, uh, I'm fine with that.
4: We have to do this, Dan. Are you okay with it?
2: Or we can just leave. Oh,
1: jeez, guys, I don't know. What. Mm.
2: Let me we can help. I you got a lot of good meat in here, and I just I don't know what to leave.
3: Well,
4: leave them.
2: Well, why don't we go to the festival and see if we can get, I like, get some people to come back and move the log? Well, or just we tell we us that. what is what's in the what's what's in the cart that is the heaviest
3: and the thing that people hate the most. That's true. <laughs> mm. Pickled eggs Probably like this, like the sweet schloss meat. Oh yeah. Like
1: sweet, but it's still like savory. But like not in a complimentary
2: way. Like a mince meat. Like a mince meat. A mince sloss meat. Yeah. How much of that did you bring? Uh, like two hundred pounds? Yeah, leave
1: that. Wow, ahead. leave yes. that. I don't I don't know, guys. I don't think I wanna I don't think I'm comfortable to leave anything behind. You're gonna have to find a new another way.
3: I, gu- I guarantee you that if you leave that barrel of shitty sweet meat in the middle of this bog for a hundred years, <laughs> no one would take it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it sounds like you're trying to parlay to convince Dan to leave his shit behind. Oh yes. yes. So what are you?
2: What is the leverage that you have on Dan?
1: His uh, the horse. If you're trying to convince
2: him, <laughs> we're we're gonna help him, or we can walk, and he can carry all of his shit stuff.
4: Why don't we just take his horse with us if he doesn't want to leave his gross meat?
1: Uh, all right. Yeah. So somebody we already roll, have his horse. Somebody rolled two d six plus charisma. The leverage is like. We'll just leave you here in the swamp.
4: I have plus one charisma. That's you.
1: You're the most, and okay. you got good rolls.
4: We'll see about that.
3: <sighs> it's still good. Yeah. Oh, nine.
1: Man. So on a seven to nine, uh, they'll do what you want, but they need concrete assurance of your. Uh, they'll need concrete assurance of your promise right now, and your promise is that you'll continue to protect him.
3: I guess.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. We'll yeah. get him to the thing.
3: Okay, great. So. Yeah. Um, Dan, that's the fuck that's the whole fucking point <laughs> of this.
1: So Dan says, okay, fine, whatever, but uh if I'm gonna leave this stuff behind, I need you guys to cover the cost. How much is this shit worth? I was gonna I was probably gonna make, you know, thirty, forty, fifty coins. No one
3: was gonna buy this. You
1: don't know that? You haven't been to this festival before. How long
3: have you been lugging this around? For?
1: I've been lugging this around for six months. Now I understand that that's a long time. But I just haven't found the right market, and the Hot Dog Festival in Mudlark is the right market for this. And I'm going to be taking a huge loss.
3: Okay, I'll I'll tell you this. If, if you have a single person ask you. <laughs> yeah, for sweet meat. For sweet schloss meat, I will give you this amulet with a picture of a horse in it. Whoa. Let me take a look at that amulet. Aww. Here you go. Oh, that's a pretty good... Is this a horse? That No, that one is my mother. The other is the horse. Oh,
1: the mane. The mane threw me off. She has yeah. like a long sort of Mohawk-y kind of deal. Yes. But Why I the long face? A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> is, all right. You know what? Is it a valuable amulet, by the way? Like, is it made of valuable materials?
3: I. It was left in my bassinet when I was a child. I am asking you. Sean O'Hara is asking Abdul Aziz. <laughs> is the amulet made out of like valuable stuff? It is not made out of wood or metal. <laughs> so he's like, "All right, sounds. You know what? It is made out of uh, and uh, nobody knows. It. It's a. Uh, it's wait. I'm. It's forming." <laughs> Made, I, I can picture it in my mind. It's like it's almost like volcanic rock or, mm-hmm. or like uh, it's almost like a loden stone, mm-hmm. like burnished uh metallic material Ooh. that so is like cool. like copper. Yeah, no, 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 like, like grayish. Gray, gray, gray kind of
2: uh old fireworks. Yeah,
3: kind of like <laughs> like volcanic rock sort of uh or like a meteor rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh or uh, b- he says,
1: you know what? Uh, fine, whatever. Let <laughs> me just finish describing <laughs> just like, this no, to everyone. I can everyone. see it. I'm holding it. It's gray. It's yes. shiny. I like it. Here is it back. And Thank if, you. If, if if somebody... And you know what? No, I'm going to hold on to this, actually.
3: No, you As should give it.
1: No, I'm going to hold on to this. And if somebody oh. asks me about schloss meat, this is mine. I don't like that. And I he, don't tucks like... It, he tucks it into his shirt. Let's I, go.
3: I don't right. like that
4: disrespect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you going to do about it?
3: kid
4: i'm brewing (laughs) an idea
3: jesus dan you're turning into a real dickhead
2: right yeah i don't understand how this is our problem because i uh,
1: you guys are gonna get paid for getting me to this festival and you're acting like real wieners we had an agreement
2: i walked in the bog for you i got red mud on my shoes I lifted
3: a whole goddamn tree
1: well great but let's just look let's just get i'm sorry I'm sorry, guys. You I'm take sorry. take two
3: steps back, Dan. Yeah, okay. All right, fine. These are wolf suede.
1: Look, I'm sorry. I'm stressed out. The festival is in like a day and a half. I got a bunch of meat. Got a lot of things riding on this.
3: Okay? I'm sorry. Dan, we all understand that you want to succeed at this festival. Yeah, So it's that important. you can tell all of the other food cart owners how awesome a time you had at this festival. Well, you know what? Tim is acting like a real hotshot
1: back in town. He thinks griddle cakes way of the future. I'm trying to tell him no, schloss meat will be and will remain always the most popular. And I think that this festival is a great way to tell Tim to take his hot cakes and shove them up the old behind.
2: Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, let's take everything that we can that's not too bogged down. All right. Load yeah. up his horse. Dan, you're carrying most of it. I don't.
1: <laughs> okay. Fine. 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 So he actually is able to like dump out. The sweet sloss meat, which makes like the cart like light enough on one side that it doesn't totally get stuck in the mud. Okay. So you can kind of wiggle it around the cart around the log and the horse gets through and you guys are on the road and okay. back ready to go. Nice. All right. Hop in, everybody. Next stop, Mudlark. Yeah, that's the end of uh, <laughs> the session for today. Uh, we've been playing Dungeon World, role playing game by Adam Coble and Sage Latora. Based on Apocalypse World by D. Vincent Baker. My name is Sean O'Hara. I've been the game master. Uh, Paul Oppers.
2: My dick turns into uh,
1: multiple bees. Uh, Jessica O'Hara.
4: I found a nice rock.
1: And Abdul Aziz. It's almost like a loden stone. And our producer, Wes Lord. (laughs) Thanks, Wes. And goodbye.
0: And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though so dumb and scared and lost they be, for times abreast in revelry and though. I-